Introverted with Michelle Carey Podcast, where everything is through the lens of an introvert. I am Michelle, your host, and today, just like any day, we're going to love and laugh just a little bit more. This is episode three, Why I Quit Facebook. Okay, so let's get into the show. In my opinion, Facebook is a very sick place. Hmm. Why, you ask? I mean, I get it. You get to keep up with your family and friends more so ever than before. Okay. Uh, You know, I get that. But I also know that these are the same people that if they called you on the phone, you probably wouldn't answer. And these are also the same people who are or maybe were barely acquaintances offline yet you call them quote unquote friends online yeah right what i know is that to me this is fake and it's phony so what you know when i was on facebook i i joined back in 2009 And what I realized that when I quit Facebook, the Facebook comes at a cost. It came at a cost at my mental health. So when I joined, my first goal was to acquire a lot of friends, lots of family, lots of friends, because I figured it represented popularity and I wanted to be popular. So I thought, you know, if I got this massive amount of friends, It would easily translate into likes a lot, you know, likes and comments and stuff on my page. But no matter how much or how many people I attracted to my page, I wasn't getting the satisfaction that I thought I wanted. Matter of fact, I felt scummy about it, to tell you the truth, because it wasn't me. It wasn't my personality. So I couldn't understand why back then I was even seeking this out. Why did I want a ton of friends when I didn't and I still don't like small talk? I don't even know what that was about. I think I was living outside of myself. Because I had to think about, well, what, you know, what am I searching for with this? I had to think about it. Because nothing about the Facebook platform was even making me happy. So I realized that none of the people that were my Facebook friends is somebody that I would actually call in a crisis type situation. And I had looked at a study by the University of Oxford. They said that, you know, the researchers were saying that, you know, your social media friendships differ from your face to face friendships. And that the number of people that you have on your social media And, you know, they far exceed the number of friends that you have offline. I'm talking about real, true friends, right? And that these people who are your true friends are the ones that you go to when a crisis strikes. Not the people that you know on social media. And more isn't better. It never was. You know, especially if you're not, if you don't understand what these people are bringing to your life. What is their significance to you, right? Why do you have to have all these friends? 
quote unquote, I, you know, because that's the terminology that Facebook uses, friends. But they're not really your friends. They're just people that you barely know and people want to get their numbers up. And there's a lot of people out there who are relying on social media to keep their relationships, their friendships, and everything else alive. But that's not where it's at. Because I realized that Facebook has been an excellent way of making people feel like their life isn't as cool as everyone else's. You know, people frame their lives on Facebook. They frame their lives on Instagram. They edit out the sad parts, the hard parts, the challenges. And they prey off of your social comparison. Because you see people having dinner. You see people getting married. You see people having kids. You know, and you wonder, well, my life is so boring. I'm single. I don't have any kids. You know, you're comparing where you are in life to a bunch of pictures that could have been edited, cropped. You don't even know what the real reason is behind what's going on. And you feel some way about it. And in the study, it said that chronic Facebook users tend to think that other people lead happier lives than their own. Leading them to feel that life is less fair. And that's not even really the case. You're just seeing snapshots of what's going on. You have no idea. Before that couple took that picture, they could have been arguing. And they may not even like one another. But they put on the happy face. But check it though. Seriously, it is your own fears, insecurities, and your own lack of accomplishments preying on you when you see other people's successes. You know, that's the hater in you. And everybody has it. Just a tad bit. But Facebook, to me, seems to bring it out just a little bit more. You know, when you're seeing the highlights, because that's what it is, on the news feeds, that they can make you feel envious of your friends, you know, their traveling, their successes, and even their appearance. So, what I've learned is that I'm okay with or without accolades. I'm okay regardless. That I've had my own accomplishments. And it's really not out there for public consumption, but I do me. And those things don't make me. They're just things that I'm doing through this life. My purpose. And I'm not those things. But I had to let go of Facebook to really realize this. And then I also see how Facebook keeps you in touch with people you ain't got no business keeping in touch with. Like that ex and you over there Facebook stalking, trying to figure out if they're, you know, just as depressed as you are. Are they dating? You know, are they miserable? Is there something that they post? Was that directed towards you? You know, know, your brain is churning and you're just thinking about all this stuff that's just keeping you in a bad place place because you can't let go and sometimes these questions don't need to be answered you need to find peace and that Facebook crap doesn't allow you to find peace especially when you're putting up their relationship status and it doesn't go well and the next thing you know you went from in a relationship to single and people like oh what happened just having you relive the crap over and over and over again not cool that's why I got a rule I don't follow people that I'm interested in on Facebook, on social media, because I don't need to see what you're doing and you don't need to see what I'm doing. How about that? When we're together, let's just do us, you know, because nobody needs that. 
time. Who is she posting on your page? She always liking your pictures. Him. Who that dude? Every time I turn around, he leaving a comment. Talking about baby. Baby. Don't you, you know, don't he know you got a man? Jealousy. Look, it's just too much to keep up with. For real, for real. So you either trust your partner or you don't. There isn't any gray area in this. But I noticed the first time I quit Facebook in 2004, it was great. My mood, my mood improved and I felt purposeful. So I didn't feel like I was trapped in a web of lies. Either my friends, they were great or they were severely sad every time I would log in. The mood swings of people were all too much. Especially for me as an INTJ. Then I came back to FB in about, uh, I stayed on there for about eight months in about 2015 for some bowling stuff that I was doing. But nothing had changed. People were still either really making themselves out to be really happy or really sad. And I felt bad again. So guess what? I quit again. And I ain't never looked back. I never made an announcement. I just jetted. I just deactivated my account. And it was probably the best thing again I've ever done. It's too bad that I went back. But let me tell you, I also think it's very presumptuous of FB to not give you the option to delete your account. I think that's stupid. You know, um, I think it was my daughter. She was telling me that we're like with Tinder. You can only sign in through Facebook. What? So there's some apps out there that they only give you the option to sign up to their services if you only have a Facebook account. And to me, I think that's just, you know, I think it's poor taste to tell you the truth. And to me, it's also telling and not only demanding that we as people fall in line with the status quo. Like, like, you're not on Facebook? How can you not be on Facebook? I mean, everybody's on Facebook. Like, no, we're not. And I met quite a few people who are not on Facebook. And that's a great thing. I feel bad for the people that are still stuck in that trap. Because I think it's crap. Now, I will say this. In terms of disclosure, I do have a Facebook page for being an author, but I hired someone to manage the page. So I don't personally have a Facebook footprint. So by me being an author, um, I do support the page because most of the things that post to it are automatic. So they're coming from my website or another social media account. It's not like I'm going on there and making posts. Um, and I'm not, you know, having inner, inner, any interaction with news feeds or people's personal pages. None of that. I have two Twitter accounts. I have a personal author. But even Twitter can become too much. So I don't frequent that very much as often either. Because with Twitter, it just, with Twitter, it just depends on who you follow that makes your timeline. And it can make it negative or it can make it informative. It just depends. 
on who it is that you're following. So you can always go back and change that. IG, oh my God, Instagram is just another FB, but just in pictures. Well, shit, they don't know. So I limit my IG interactions too. I only use Snapchat because my daughter, she likes the streaks. But I don't really use that that much either. I do uh, look at Serena Williams' snaps though. So, you know, to me, I think over time, social media just became too overstimulating, overwhelming for me. You know, just like if I was in a crowded room or a party with people. Because to me, it's like the competition, the level of competition is high. People wanting more likes, more shares, more comments, more retweets, more whatever. But... Because Facebook is like the biggest social media networking site out there, you just, I mean, it's easy to just come, you know, become trapped. (laughs) Is it like the movie Get Out? Is Facebook the fucking place? Because it misleads you. You know, thinking that you have a true glimpse into family and friends' lives, but you don't even have the full context. It's toxic to your health because you're sitting there all day getting trapped up in it. It's toxic, fatal to your mental health. Because how has sitting on FB on your phone or at the desktop made your life better? What have you been doing with your time? If you really think about it, it's an addiction. Notifications pop up and you instantly have to check it. So, you know, I don't enable any of my notifications on any apps that I'm on. Because this forces me to check when I feel like it. It's on purpose. It is by purpose. Because I'm focused in on my goals and my dreams. And I don't need any interruptions. You know what I'm saying? From what I'm doing. When I'm writing, I need to be writing. When I'm doing this podcast, I need to be doing this podcast. When I'm making videos for YouTube, I need to be doing that. Talking to my children. Taking a walk or just being in this moment. And so, because these things are important to me. So you got to think about the time that you spend on Facebook. Because you tell yourself you're just going to do five minutes and it ends up being 30. And then a couple of hours pass, you get a notification, you get another hit. And it's like a time-wasting drug because now you're back up in the cycle. You're checking the notification. Excuse me, what happened here? What did, you know, what happened there? And so now you caught up and 45 minutes done passed. Of good wasted time that you can't ever get back. Facebook to me kills people's creativity. Because I don't know any creative people who are Facebook addicts. Nobody in my field who are writers, scientists, musicians, designers, painters, composers. Anything anybody does, you know, creatively. The creative ones. It is those who are uncreative. Whose minds consume Facebook like drugs. So. Think about. Where you're going. And why you're doing it. But I need for you to do me a favor. It's time to hop on YouTube. And search how to delete your Facebook account. Yeah I mean you can deactivate it. If you really think you're going to go back. But. Deleting your Facebook profile. It's not an easy thing, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. Take it from me. I feel as free as ever. Mm-hmm.
So you've reached the end of this podcast. Thanks for listening to Introverted with Michelle Carey. Of course, I appreciate you. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe. And don't forget to check out my website at michellescarry.com and my blog at shellcarry.com. This podcast has been brought to you by Sunray Multimedia, LLC. And don't forget to join us next time for another edition of Introverted with Michelle Carey. Peace.